What's up, Milwaukee listeners? I've got a deal for you. Saturday night, I'll be in your neck of the woods to MC and host the Eagle Mania concert at Pabst Theater downtown in Milwaukee. And I've got a deal for you and you only. Plug in promo code ZABE, that's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at pabsttheater.org and get 25% off on your tickets. For more information, go to the website, pabsttheater.org, and I will see you Saturday. Today on the Zabe Cast, how would you rank the four quarterbacks left in the playoffs? Brady has the most rings, Breeze has the most yards, Mahomes seems to have the most fun, but who would be the best guy to sit next to on an airplane? They're bringing back old flip phones like the Motorola Razor. What else needs to make a comeback? All of that plus R. Kelly 101 for a guy who knows very little about all of it. A bonus hour of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. <laughs> Here we go. Thursday, January 17, 2019. Thank you for downloading. Couple of quick program notes. Golf nerds, you probably saw a bonus episode of the Capital Golf Gang drop into your feed yesterday. You are welcome. I think you'll enjoy the episode. Me and the boys got together and sat in the Silver Diner and looked at the snow outside and said, oh boy, wish we were golfing right now. Won't be long, though. Won't be long. That is absolutely free. It's like a bonus episode this week. I hope you enjoy it. Tomorrow, Friday, football, five ways, Friday, championship edition. We'll feature Mr. X and my guy, Gil Alexander, from Beating the Book at VEASAN out in Vegas together. So I have literally the two smartest gambling minds I know, along with mine. That's right, boss. You're pretty good. Uh, And we are going to leave no stone unturned in the matchups from a betting perspective. I'll also have on Warren Sharp of Sharp Football Analysis. He's got some good insight into the playoffs so far. And John Alran to talk business from the Sports Business Journal. Hey, I only count four. Well, it's five if it's me. The five ways. I'm part of it, you know. Close enough? Close enough. That'll be premium if you want to get it. Go to zabe.com slash premium, only $5 a month to get all the bonus episodes that drop into your laps, including Football Five Ways Friday, every week of the year. Before we get Jay on, I came across this today, which I found interesting. Bill O'Reilly, ever heard of him? Oh yeah, that guy. Used to be on Fox News. Whatever happened to him? Well, he got tangled up in some sexual harassment stuff and Eventually, the Fox you know, network couldn't stand by him. He had great ratings. I mean, he was dominant. It was, uh, it's pretty amazing that he is still not on TV somewhere. Maybe he chooses not to be on TV. Maybe he's got a, a long, long non-compete. Maybe he's just toxic because of what happened. I think there were others worse than him when it comes to the sexual harassment stuff, but I guess his was pretty bad. Either way. So here was his message on Twitter because he is announcing a new podcast. We're all podcasting now. (laughs) And here was Bill O'Reilly explaining what he's doing and why he's doing it. I'm here to basically enhance your life if I can. That's very important for you to know. I'm not here for any other reason. All right? I don't need to be here. All right? I have plenty of money. And I've been very fortunate in my life. 
I don't need to be here. But I'm here because I developed an audience on the O'Reilly Factor on the Fox News Channel who was extremely loyal to me. And when I left that agency, I said, I can't just walk out on all the people who admire me, who listen to me, and who take my advice. I, I can't. I've got to give them a service. You don't so we have came to. up with this, and I took four people over from Fox with me, um, gave them jobs, and we have a very, very good corporation now rolling. But it all comes down to one thing. This is your private news service, and I'm in business to enhance your life, to make it better so you can protect your family. Protect. So that you can prosper, prosper. in a very competitive country. Yes. That's what it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> it sounds a little bit delusional. We've got a thriving corporation. Yes, Bill O'Reilly Corp. And he's got four staffers working with him, even though he's shooting this podcast, the video of it, in his home, kind of like where I'm at with my one-man corporation of one, actually two, Chris Broussard, marketing genius to the stars, and Lucians.com. Hire him. He does great work. Two-man operation. And the guys who come on the show, the guests, sort of. I'm doing it because I fear someday I'm going to have to. I'll be painting houses and podcasting, and then eventually I'll just shrivel up and die. But Bill O'Reilly should have enough money. Bill O'Reilly writes... Best-selling books, killing Lincoln, killing Hitler, killing this guy, killing the bathroom stall, killing whatever. I don't doubt that he doesn't need the money. And I understand where he says, look, I've got this audience that, you know, I don't want to leave them behind. They they like listening to me. And I'm not even saying that Bill O'Reilly doesn't offer some good, unique perspectives. I think he does. I think a lot of it's bullshit, but I think there's some stuff where it's like, yeah, he's on point there. It just is weird to see this, I guess, because I just wonder exactly what is going on. You would think, no matter how bad the sexual harassment was, somebody would hire him. Now, granted, all the other cable networks are left-leaning, if not hard left, so they're not going to hire him. Fox has already closed the door. I don't know. I don't know, but there's Billy O'Reilly for you. I don't know what he charges per month, but he's got a podcast like me. Shilling for bucks. God, I feel so sick. With that, let's ring up my man Jay and see what's going on. You called just as I'm about to eat. That's okay, though. (laughs) What are you talking about? You said eight o'clock. It's eight o three. I'm a bite into a delicious chicken salad. And you call. That's okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. You said eight o'clock. I gave you a five minute warning. I was late by three (laughs) minutes and twelve seconds. And now I'm the bad guy. I'm busting balls. That's all. Oh, you are. I'm just, I'm just busting balls. Okay, just joking around. Very good. The notorious, the notorious J A Y is with us. On this Thursday edition of the Zabecast. Uh, today, this is a good list for you to start on here. Sally and I were discussing those who hate me. Like he hate me in the XFL. We were talking about people that will not come on my show no matter what. John Feinstein is number one. 
Christine Brennan is number two. Ooh, Greg, I remember that. I remember when that started. Okay. Greg Doyle is number three. Whoa. Mike Florio is number four. Susie Kalber is number five. Sally thinks Jason Whitlock is six, although I tend to disagree. He's like, well, he never returns my calls or my emails. And I said, you know, a lot of people don't return calls or emails to do unpaid 15-minute interviews on the radio because they're busy, you know? Okay. Whitlock has been on the show before. He, well, I know. he was on the first team with Fox, yes. I know he's been on the show. And by the way, Jay, it's really great that you're now 20 feet away from your phone. Putting some salad dressing on and not I am giving not. It... No, no. Oh, I'm now, actually... oh, now. Here we go. Okay, now you're up I'm to it. I'm sitting down, and okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you were 20 feet away for a second there. <laughs> so, yeah, I am I think I'm coup de la with uh, Whitlock. You hate, you hate Whitlock. I hate Whitlock, yes. Right, yes. you're the one. Maybe he's heard of my association with you, and now I'm on his shit list because I am friends with you. I doubt that seriously. I would doubt that too. I don't yeah. I think he's a busy guy, that's all. You know. Yeah, he's got a lot of stupid stuff to say every day. Oh. So he's gonna... <laughs> Dude, here we go. <laughs> you know that dumb shit ain't gonna say itself. That's true. <laughs> Somebody that's has whole... to push it out their pie hole every day. <laughs> Between he, Stephen A, and uh who's who would be the third uh wise man from that from the stupid tree? I don't know. Stephen A, Whitlock and Oh, oh, Skip Bayless. Oh, of that course. Was, yeah. Well, but, I'm sorry, but go ahead. Go ahead with the list. I'm sorry. No, no. So, well, it's just all I have right now of confirmed known people that hate me. Okay. And really, Susie Culber doesn't even know me anymore. That was from an from embarrassing. One, yeah, from, from that a, one episode, the, the, the one tay to tay you guys had in 1994. I remember that. That was about the sports, and you were like, "What are you going to test me on my?" She's still upset about that. No, she doesn't know me. She's not upset. Because, no, 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 I can't hear you. There's stacks of money in my ears. I've been on ESPN for 20-plus years. I'm rich. Christine Brennan was, you would always not get angry, but you were tired of her, I am woman, hear me roar shtick. Yes. Okay. Greg Doyle is an interesting case. What happened with that? He was a friend of the show. Because he was. He was a featured friend of the show. We called him the Chainsaw. And... He went off the deep end and became like a hack when it came to the North Carolina state job and accusing, I think, um, Gary Williams or something that was sort of like sideways. Or I, He sided with Debbie Yao when she went to North Carolina State over something. And it was like a complete hack job. And I'm like, dude, I thought you – I didn't think you were a hack. I started calling him a hack on the air, and that pretty much ended it. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. I'm trying – and – Feinstein's just a dick. It's just, there's nothing, there's no, he is just a big, huge dick. <laughs> John, uh, I hold no ill will to any of these people, and if I see him, I'd say hi with a smile on my face. I, life is too short to hate anybody, but some people thrive on that. You know, they thrive on enemies and drawn lines and all that other stuff. Who knows? But every everywhere I've worked, everybody has a I hate John Feinstein story, here's why. So, it's not just one incident. Right, but I don't have an I hate John Feinstein story because I don't. It's him hating me. Apparently. Well, he tells Solly, he tells Solly whenever he comes on with Scott and whoever else, this is not Zabe's show, is it? Or I probably oh. didn't say my nickname. This is not that Steve guy's show, is it? Because he wants to be steered clear of me entirely. 
here's what he also does. He will tell you because he only he only comes on shows when he's, uh, you know, talking about his book. You need to call me one minute before the interview. I don't like waiting on the phone. Yeah, no, he does that. He does not wait. There's no green room on the phone for John Jr. Feinstein. One day I'd like to give my list of people who I hate. In the, in the business? I, who I've come to hate. Well, you can't because too many of them will hear about it through this podcast, either directly or indirectly. But what do I care? It reflects badly on me. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. See, how, see be, how that is? It'd be, it'd be good radio, though. But okay. Well, can I, can, can, so here's, okay, one for, this is another. There was the play-by-play guy for the Detroit Pistons. I can't remember his George Blaha, something like that. Sounds about we right. Had a, we had him on the, well, he was booked on the show. I call, he picks up. I say, we're about two minutes away. Please hold. Come to him. He hung up and never picked up the phone again. Got that it. guy, that's the, that's the most terrible thing that's ever happened to me as a producer. Okay. Yeah, some guys are more prickly than others. It just goes okay. with the business. Okay. Right. Let's get into it. First of all, can I get R. Kelly 101? I know very little about this fella, other than Ooh, the fact Robert that he's Kelly. other than the fact that he seems to like raping young girls, which is awful and he should burn in hell if true. I don't know. Robert Kelly. Uh, you won't call him R? I'm calling him Robert. <laughs> I had to I I was a fan. I had to delete songs from my iTunes. Really? Because I was like, I can not in good conscience listen to the remix ignition anymore. It's just, he's a, in the world of scumbags, he might be in the top five. He's up there, and yet he walks the earth a free man right now. I don't understand that either. How was he not behind bars? I don't know. Have you watched the Surviving Ray Kelly series? Ray I Kelly, watched the first surviving episode. R. Kelly. Okay. I watched the first episode and I was horrified. It basically alleges he was running a uh, a, a, a human a sex ring, a human yeah, yeah a human trafficking ring. Hey. Now his attorneys say that these women all entered into these relationships on their own volition, and you can't have... prove and you can't prove they were underaged or something like that. I have talked to some women in the industry because at one time I worked in the music side of radio sure. and they all have a story of R. Kelly doing an interview with them and trying to seduce them into the come to the hotel and all this stuff. It, 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 it's astonishing that he's still walking the earth I, a free man. You know, and of course, Kevin Spacey, finally, they, they got the long arm of the law on him. And so, yeah, you know. My general thought is that the whole Me Too movement has burned a lot of non-witches at the stake, like Aziz Ansari. I was going to say that a girl had a bad date and said Me Too. Exactly. The movement movement has burned a lot of non-witches at the stake. That said, boy, was there a lot of pervin going on in the entertainment world for people that had a lot of money. Are you surprised that there's been nothing from the radio industry? Are you surprised that, that somebody That's a big didn't? question. I, I am shocked because radio guys are the perviest people that I've ever met. <laughs> well, you should get around more. It's definitely more <laughs> pervy people than us. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't know about that one. But go <laughs> ahead. Um, 
maybe it's because radio people aren't salacious enough that if you're a woman who wants to get a charge to stick, you better have some big game on the other end of your rifle scope. And that radio people, unless you are, uh, you know, pick a big name guy. And I don't want to pick names because they'd be like, what is he? What's wrong with this guy? I don't know. Well, we worked with, we worked with a guy. I'm not saying a name who had a, a, uh, Underage girl charge. I'm not saying his name, but we did work with. Oh, guy. oh, I'm gonna have. Oh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to hang up and listen to that off the air. Off the air, yes. <laughs> that I one might be news go, to me. I don't remember. Oh, no, you'll go. What? 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 Yeah. Yes. So forget R. Kelly, the monster, the scum of the earth, the human trafficker. R. Kelly, the rapper, the singer. He's a singer. He's a singer. R. Kelly, the singer, singer. And, and and wrote and write. He wrote some great songs too. Songwriter, singer. One of the best ever. All right. What? Well, okay. Give me a song or two. I might know. He wrote "You're uh, You Are Not Alone." Michael Jackson. He wrote that. One. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No. R. Kelly. He called himself the Pod Piper. Think about that. What did the Pod Piper do? The Pod Piper or the Pied? The Pied. The Pied Piper. Okay. What was? What was? Remember that? The Pied Piper would blow his pipe, and then he right. would lead a bunch of rats out of the city. But the Pied and Piper then, did then, good in fairy tale lore. He was the evil Pied Piper, luring in teenage girls to do all kinds of disgusting things right. to them. If you remember, also the well, the Pied Piper got angry because the town, I believe, didn't pay him or didn't give him something. So he lured all the little kids out of the town. That's in the fairy tale? That's in the fairy tale. Jeez, I haven't read my fairy tales lately. I'm going to have to get, get <laughs> saying, caught up on saying, that one. But that's why, that's why, why would you choose that nickname? He's a scumbag. <laughs> He's a scumbag. All right. Well, and and has the has the music industry disavowed him, or can he be like Chris Brown and beat the shit out of Rihanna and still have somewhat of a career? Uh, he has been, he has done this for a while, so I'm not sure. Hmm. He may he may never be R. Kelly, the great one, but. I think he'll still still do stuff in the background. Chris Brown did beat that case though, and came back stronger and better than ever. How did Chris Brown? How did Chris Brown? I hate to say the word beat. How did he get off on that charge? That's, a, that's I can't answer that one. That's a great question. His fan base got bigger after that. Oh God, poor Rihanna, man. Her face was uh, fucked up. Okay. If if we go with the rationale that. She hit him first. It still doesn't matter, right? No, 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 no. It definitely it, that that is inadmissible in any argument, and it doesn't really matter. That said, Riri has got to be a whole bag of crazy with a side bag to go with it. No, I believe you're right. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah, she's a she's a wild one to handle. I think no question about it. Like okay. Jennifer Anderson, like Jennifer Anderson, crazy. There's yeah. a reason why they're I, I, so single. Jennifer Anderson's crazy, but she's not sort of like you could die crazy. <laughs> like she'll kill you in your sleep crazy. Yeah, like that kind okay. of thing. Gotcha. Okay. Okay, let's uh, talk some sports, shall not we? Not a sports fan, huh? No, yes, we're sports we fans. Here we go. Uh, are you cool if the Patriots make the Super Bowl again? I don't like it, but I got a feeling they're going to do it. You do, I'm not huh? happy. I'm not happy about them going back, but... Imagine if Andy Reid loses this game too. Just imagine, imagine that. Imagine it's going to happen. He'll be one and five in conference championship games. He'll be twelve and fourteen in the playoffs. He'll be the only. There's only two coaches who have won two hundred or more games and are under five hundred in the playoffs. One of them is Andrew Reid. 
Can you take a wild stab at the other one? He actually coached the Redskins for one year. Marty Schottenheimer. That's right. Old shot. Frankly. Frankly, there's a gleam. There's a gleam, man. There's a gleam. But you loved the year of Marty, though, didn't you? I didn't love it. They started 0-5. And we had oh. we had Jeff George and one audible, and then <laughs> cut his ass halfway through the season. Then we had Tony Banks with still just one audible, but he got him playing well enough. They won five in a row, and they were on the cover of SI. The thing about Marty is this: when he had his best team ever in San Diego, and they're home against Brady's Patriots in a playoff game as the favored team. This is in the divisional round. He was so wired and hyped up and out of control on the sideline that the NFL Films microphones picked him up saying to coaches, you got to calm me down. you got to calm me down. I'm too geared up here. He went for it on fourth and eight early in the game. I mean, this is, he just – he was not made for the big moment, Marty Schottenheimer. It's a pity. Sadly, have you seen the NFL uh, Films on Marty now? He's not in he good has- shape. Yeah, it, it was pretty sad. It's not you know, shape. Yeah. But here's what I love about Marty. His first act as the Washington Redskins head coach, he came – or was he GM? Was he – did they make him GM coach? He was, he was the Lord, Czar, and all-knowing. Is that – Guy rid of Vinny. Right. First thing I, – I, I can imagine he puts his boxes down, takes off his coat, get me Serato <laughs> in here. You're out. That was my favorite thing ever. Yeah, I, that that was good, and then and then as soon as uh, Spurrier came in, uh, Vinny came right back in the door. By the way, Vinny never talks about his time in D.C. on the radio here. Uh, he for those that like... don't, for those that don't know, Vincent Serrato, former uh, GM of the yes. Redskins, is now doing radio in Baltimore, in Baltimore, Maryland. And he he talks about it like the lost, like one of the lost seasons of The Sopranos that nobody liked. He always glosses <laughs> over the, He always glosses over that year. It wasn't a it wasn't a year here. It was eight years. It was, and here here's where he should be crowing about his tenure as a Redskins GM or whatever his title was, racquetball partner for Danny. His record is better than Bruce's record, if you can believe that. But that ain't saying too much, though. It's saying I'm better than the stooge you got now. Okay, that's hard well, to say right there. So how is Vinny's radio show? I've never listened. <laughs> <laughs> he knows nothing about any other sport except football. football. And he doesn't so, know anything about football! So one day As I'm evidenced by his record, yes. <laughs> so one day I'm listening and he's talking to our friend, color commentator for the University of Maryland Terrapins, Chris Naki. Yeah. And I hear his questions. Naki goes on. I know Naki very well. Oh my God. And, I can hear, and I can hear in Naki's voice that I've got to get out of this. So he hangs up from the show and I call Naki. And I go, that was the worst eight minutes of your life. He goes, oh my god! He, he goes, he didn't know anything. It was great. I guess, I guess Naki has to do that as ambassador for the program, right? Yes, yeah, yes. that's his job to go do that. Okay, um, are you down with the Patriots selling themselves as underdogs? No, that that was the worst. Tom Brady, everybody thinks we suck. Nobody thinks you suck. Stop it. It's not. Everybody- it's not just that, Jayco. It's even more. Edelman now is pushing this us against the world kind of thing. They need this to get themselves up. Like Michael <laughs> Jordan used to. Who was? Didn't he Bradford Smith. Like, that. I, I told that anecdote earlier uh, in the week. I told it on Monday. 
LeBradford Smith, I think, dropped 30 on Jordan. And ran his and mouth. And the next game, I think Jordan dropped like 45 on LeBradford. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it it was just one of those ridiculous things. Okay, uh, how about this? Do you see where Eric Dickerson and Dick Vermeil brought up the cheating thing again? I saw that today with the Patriots. When uh, really? When, real right? When are you gonna let that shit go? Huh? What's the point now, Eric? <laughs> how about how about you tell me how much money you took from SMU? Let's uh, let's try that. One. Answer all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, give me I all your money, please. Who, who cares? It's over. It's Jesus. so weak at this point. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It would uh, it would almost be like someone bringing up Larry King's first divorce at this point. Like, oh yeah, how about that? Six divorces ago. Speaking of Larry King, you like this one? Larry King just tweeted on King's Things on Twitter. I don't know why I'm not following Los Angeles. Hello, Larry King. But he said the following. Okay, you ready? This is good. I'm told it's supposed to be five degrees and snowing Sunday in Kansas City. Why can't they postpone the AFC Championship game? Fans will still come out and watch. People will still watch on TV if they play it a few days later. It makes no sense to play in intolerable conditions. What in the hell is he talking about? Does he not understand how this thing works? Answer, no. He apparently no. does not. He has no idea. Los Angeles. I'm just hello. surprised that Larry King has a Twitter page. I'm, I'm shocked. I don't think he could have tweeted this himself. He probably told his assistant to go knock this out because it's spelled all correctly. It's got the AFC Championship game hashtagged so people can search it. No way Larry King knows all this stuff about Twitter. No, no way in hell. No, no way in hell. Yeah. <laughs> All that said, to channel my inner Sam Kinison, Jay. Well, is he right? No. Is he right? No, no. You know, football is the one sport you don't cancel games for. You play through it. You no, revel. I, you revel I in the hate, toughness of figuring out how are we going to win this game. But I do hate people... What's the word I'm looking for? I'll just say bitching and moaning about the weather all week. Talking, yeah, I'm playing it. Talking Shut about up. it. Yeah, like, oh, boy, it's going to be cold. Of course, the only weather condition that they will not play in is lightning. I think they should play through lightning and just tell the whole stadium and the players, crapshoot, man. You could be bug zapped at any minute, but if you want to win this game, run that ball. What is the worst? Of our, I can't. I, I wasn't around for the ice bowl. Fog so, bowl. Fog Bowl was the most extreme. They should have stopped that game, but they said they could see both goalposts from the 50, which was probably a lie. How about, oh, how about the Chargers and the Bengals in, like, 80 or 81? Yep. Like, I believe Dan Fouts had to, like, break icicles off his beard. Yep. Poor Dan Fouts. Poor Chart. They were they were the team. They were my girlfriend team of my youth, and I wanted them to go to the Super Bowl so badly. And as a Southern California team, they had no shot. That day in Cincinnati. Yeah, it was like 14 to below. There's been several Packer games, including the most recent one against the Giants when Eli beat them uh, on the Lawrence Tynes field goal in overtime where Tom Coughlin had a thick smear of Vaseline all over his face. It's brutal. You are, I, you are, you are savant on remembering these things. Nah, a couple things I remember. Not everything, though. You're pretty good, too. Don't don't sell yourself short, my friend. Well, mine's useless. Your stuff right. you can use. All right, rank the four quarterbacks left, and I'm going to tell you how to rank them in four different ways. You ready? Ready. 
Two-minute drive to save your life. Rank them. One, two, three, four. Brady won. Brady's Brady's number one. Breeze number two. Okay. Mahomes three. Golf four. Oh, I see those two haven't done it. But you, you can interchange those three and four, but one and two are Brady and Breeze. Okay. Not even, not even close. Yeah. All right. Rank the four quarterbacks left in a street fight. Hello. Oh, no. Breeze. No, no, no. I'll take, <laughs> Hello. I'll take, Did the connection take, drop? <laughs> no, no. I'll take Drew Breeze one. Okay. Uh, I will take. Mahomes, number two. Okay. Golf, three. Brady's Brady. kind of a bitch. He's <laughs> kind of a bitch. Would Brady, yeah. would Brady get his ass whooped on the street? Brady would get his ass whooped, yeah. <laughs> Still the worst combine ever. So All that right. lets me know how athletic and stuff he is. Rank the four quarterbacks. Best guy to sit next to on a flight where you're in first class, they're in first class, and you have no other connection other than can you strike up a conversation that's not annoying to them, and they chat you up amicably for five hours from L.A. to New York. Rank the four best guys of, of what you would think would be the four guys that would talk the most. Breeze, number one. I Mahomes number, yeah. Mahomes, number two. Brady, three. Golf, golf three, Brady, four. Okay. Because Brady would want to talk about avocado ice cream, and I'd have no interest in that. Brady would put his uh, his headphones on and then <laughs> right, just pretend right. like you don't even exist. And look at and look at pictures of his wife. Yes, <laughs> we're just thumbing through pictures of his wife. <laughs> but what if Brady was really cool? And as he's as he's looking at pictures of Giselle, what if he elbows you after meal service and he goes, "Because you now you guys are buds, right? You're halfway through the flight." He's like, he goes, "Hey, look at he this." He goes, "He goes, Jay." He goes, "Hey, you want you, I'm going to show you something now. Don't tell anybody." And he shows you a topless Giselle in his phone. Thank you. How great would that be, huh? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, speaking of, I think I think I think Jared I think Jared Goff would be the worst because I think he's just the duh. He just strikes me as duh. I well, I talked to Pat or Pat Mahomes about you know his dad's playing career. You did when? Pretty awesome. I said I said I would. I would talk. Oh, you would? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Did you see uh, Drew Brees doing the chopper style? Did you see that? I love it. Did you you see? I saw. I I was like, I can't believe you didn't send it to me. Oh, I did. I didn't see it. You haven't seen. I no, gotta send it to you then. Okay. okay. Yes, it was at a. It was at a. I think it's birthday party, and the the whoever sings <laughs> that that godforsaken song was doing it, and Drew Brees was doing the Chopper style. And I was like, this this song. Chopper style. Chopper style. Chop chop style. Was doing this. I hate that get them, song more than life. You better get them choppers up, bro, because the Saints <laughs> are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> are you going this year, by the way? Yeah, I'm going to, uh, to Atlanta. It's going to be big. Club oh. scene in Atlanta is huge, man. Oh. Yes, sir You may have the best time ever on this one. This it'll, may be the best one ever. It'll be good. It'll be good. Atlanta's a good Super Bowl city. Okay. I got some strip clubs you can go to. I'll give you those off the air, too. Jay, I'm married. You know I don't go to those. <laughs> Come on, man. That's true. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. Okay. Rank the four quarterbacks. Best guy to get their stray pussy in the club. Just the pussy they shed by being in the club, where he's like, "You can have her. You can have her." Rank them. I think probably Mahomes would would pull in more than Golf, then Brady, then Breeze. I'd go Brady one. I'd go Mahomes. I'd go. I'd go Brady one. I would go Golf two. I'd go Mahomes three. Mahomes, I think, is a little bit of a dork. 
a athletic savant dork, but I may be wrong about that. And then Breeze four because he's Mister Family Man. He would be boring, right? Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. Know. But He'd, Brady on the down low could probably pull a lot of tail. You're right. Breeze would be ordering jalapeno poppers for the crew. <laughs> Become that commercial, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, baseball. Bryce Harper and Manny Machado still not signed. Your thoughts? We are. This is. I think I was talking to you about this. Teams no longer pay you on uh, just astronomical money anymore. Those days are over. Like, Do you feel bad at all for athletes? No, not no, at all. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Like they used to pay you in the in the in the eighties and nineties and early two thousands on what you used on what you used to do. The offer, like, the offer that Machado got from the White Sox, seven for one eighty-five or something like that, is almost the same offer that Chris Davis got, and he didn't break two hundred this year. Right, and if that, how does that make any sense to you? No and sense. I can't believe the, I think I it, I think the it, Yankees it, haven't done something crazy yet. I it and and some are now saying the Yankees need to just get over it, swoop in. Write Harper a check and go trade off whatever duplicate parts you've got and go on their merry way. Does and I, he... I don't think that well, thinking is necessarily wrong exactly. See, the fact that they are getting so short-pocketed with Machado, who granted is a bit of a douchebag and says he's never going to be Charlie Hustle, is ridiculous. They're overcorrecting on the low end, just like they overpaid for Crash Davis based on one good season. It's stupid. Why is Washington not in Bryce Harper's review? I mean, why is he? Why is he? Why are they? Well, we got a standing. Deal? We got why, a standing. Why? We got a standing offer of ten years, three hundred million dollars, which may be the best offer he's had. Maybe. Why would he not want to stay here? Ah, uh, I don't know why not. He should. I tell you this much: if it's three twenty over ten to go to Philly, no fucking way. Who wants to go to Philadelphia? He could be a one-team Hall of Famer and win a title here with the Nats if he stays. An extra $20 million? So what? You already got three, $500 million in your career. Philly's got a young team. they got a great farm system, though. Blah, Philly blah, is... blah. <laughs> it's true. They are, they are on the uppins. I don't care about their team. I'm just telling you about the city and the fans. It's an eagle city. It always will be. Yeah, when the Phillies won the World Series, they popped briefly, and everyone was like, yay, we're Phillies fans. I go up there all the time. I know people up there. They'll reiterate, it's an eagle city, especially now that the Eagles have won the Super Bowl. So it's it's Eagles uh, Off-season Eagles, Eagles free agency. Then they got the uh, the Flyers, Flyers, then the Sixers, Sixers yeah. <laughs> then, and, the, and, and then the Phillies. Then the Phillies. Uh, did you see where they are bringing back the Motorola Razor flip phone, the most popular selling flip phone ever? I from think my circa dad two. Still owns that, by the way. Is it still in use? I think he's. I, I am 94% sure he still uses that. Okay. I, I can't believe is, it I can't believe it would work given that it's 10 years old at least. I rem- I remember him saying I don't need these newfangled phones because all I want to do is take calls and accept calls. I'm going to have to call him after we're done. Okay. Do you still have your flip phone? Yes. Yeah. But Would specifically the specifically the Motorola Razor which was introduced as a fashion phone. And 
it wasn't until they dropped the price on it that it took off like crazy. You know, it was the very thin profile one that looked all sleek and futuristic. Would so you buy one? No, they're making the new one with a screen that spans both clamshells. When you flip it open, the screen will be one big rectangle and have a hinge in the middle, they say. Ooh. Ooh. Just, uh, $1,500. Bucks. Oh, never mind. Forget it. <laughs> oh, never mind. I'm out. We were talking about things they ought to bring back. And I was talking about how, you know what else they're bringing back? They're bringing back old cars, like the Toyota Supra making a comeback. They've got a new Toyota Supra coming out. I said they should make a DeLorean with a proper sports car <laughs> engine because the Gullwing doors badass. You could sort of enhance the lines of that car just a bit, and it would be incredible. Fun fact, little quiz for you. You ready? I'm ready. A Honda Civic, current Honda Civic, 2019 Civic, generates at a minimum 158 horsepower. Upwards up to 180 if you want to get it souped up. Guess how many horsepower the original DeLorean delivered? 250. I'm just laughing. Is that your final answer, Jake? That's my final answer. 250 horsepower. Ah, thank you. Ding, ding, ding. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. no. I'm just reiterating again. That's your final answer. Okay, that's my final answer. Are you sure? Yes. I'm sorry, Jay, but you overbid. The answer is 130 pathetic horsepower. It was basically an expensive high-tech-looking sewing machine on wheels. Uh, 130 I, horsepower! Our next-door neighbor, growing up, in about 84, 83, got a DeLorean. And I remember when they drove it home, and then I remember every week after that, it was always going to the shop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was totally going to the shop. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Somebody said that Magnum P.I.'s Ferrari only generated 220 horsepower, and that a Nissan Maxima today generates 300. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, car's getting better. This just in. Holy shit. I know. Wait wait, wait. You see, you need to get a new one now. No, I don't need to get a new car. Don't want a new car. Not going to get a new car. My Honda Genesis uh, 3.8 liter, or actually 4.6 V8 is fantastic. And then my V8 delivers 380 horsepower, something like that. It's a total sled. It's a luxury sled. It's paid off, Jay. No payments on it. Haven't made okay. a payment in hey, two years. Fantastic. This is from the guy who will buy a new iPhone at the drop of a hat. I know. I know. Okay. I, 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 yeah, yeah. The one thing, <laughs> I tell you two things I would like them to bring back. Them, you know. Uh, they. They should bring these things back. The original NFL primetime, Berman. Tom Jackson, I don't care how old or how bad they are now, doing an hour of highlights. Maybe Bill Pito. Find Bill Pito wherever he is. <laughs> Whatever market Bill Pito is in, bring him back to do one game. Right? <laughs> Bill Pito. What, what was the what was the Asian gentleman who was also on? Oh, I don't uh, remember him. They had an Asian something, guy. Something. Something. Oh, yes. Kim. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll, I'll think of it. I'll think yeah. of it. Yes. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. So I'd like them to bring back that. I would also like McDonald's to bring back French fries that are deep fried in authentic beef lard. 
because they are so different. You are 100% <laughs> correct. Can I also say something? Yeah. I would like I would like McDonald Land cookies to come back, and I would like the apple pie to come back, the original <laughs> apple pie. Okay. I, I'll, <laughs> I'll take more submissions from people on what should make a comeback in life. Uh, so email me, Zabe, at yahoo.com, or you can tweet me as well once you hear the episode here. Okay. Do we have an FTG for the week, Jay? Yes, we do. You always. I, I don't know. I don't know if you'll like this, but we. Yes, we do. Well, then maybe I'm not going to do it. Then maybe we've run out I, of time. I, I have an FTG, and the FTG is oh, someone you told me to listen to. Oh, interesting. Now I'm actually quite intrigued. Hold okay. on a second. Let me. Let me. Uh, I I used to have my FTG handy right here on the desktop. I just need two seconds to find it. Uh, Jay, could you read some of our sponsors today? Rice Aroni, I believe, sponsored today's episode. Uh, the Meat Warehouse. Uh, <laughs> okay. Sport, sporks are us. Okay. Sport, 50 years and still going strong. Uh, I believe Sports Chevrolet also provided some <laughs> endorsement <laughs> assistance. Pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> Where we have the eight ninety nine all you can eat special every day. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna play the theme right now, Jay. I'll tell you when it's your turn. Ready? Here we go. Stand by. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, here we go. Who gets it this week? Uh, I was listening to FAN on my drive home. Mike Francesca is the biggest blowhard in all the world. He's spectacular. He he is wrong all the time, yet he never says he's wrong. How does he continue to stay on the radio? Because he's number one, and he'll tell you, number one. Isn't Michael K. nipping at his heels now? He's number two. I'm but, number but one. He'll say it over him. and over again. Number one. But I love that call is calling now, and all they do is tell him how wrong he is, and then he tells them they're stupid or something like that. Well, it's just a it's guy. Just, I played the bite earlier this week. A guy called him up and said, "You think you'll do better than 0 and five, which you did last week on the NFL in the championship game?" And he, it's like, oh, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, you're just counting that game. He then said he won nine straight bowl games. That's not documented anywhere. Admitted he was wrong on Alabama, but said he didn't mind because I killed on Alabama this year. He said they only lost one game against the spread. In fact, Alabama was eight and seven. So he's completely lying. Totally lying. As if nobody else can look this stuff up. This is 2019, Mike. We have ways of telling... Well, he kind of reminds me of someone that used to be on our Can Beatrice. Andy and I talked okay. about it yesterday. We just Andy and I went through okay. all this yesterday. You missed the show. I'm sorry. That's okay. all right, though. I'm but, yeah, I'm, I'm glad sorry. you listened to him. So, to Mike Francesa, number one, New York City, number one market, you still say? Fuck that guy. All right. There you go. Jay, always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend. Thank you, Zayden. Stay warm as winter has its grips around us. Snow tomorrow, they say. I know. Great. This shit sucks. Let's just say that. Well, we chose to live here. It's the life we've chosen, we like to say. That's That's right. That's right. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye. Let's end on this. 
Ever heard of a coyote in a bathroom? What the hell did you just say? You heard me. Dadeline, Nashville, Tennessee. Employees at a Music City Center were used were used to dealing with tourists in downtown Nashville, but they had a very unexpected visitor on Sunday night. According to officials, a coyote ran past security at a checkpoint and ran into the Nashville boat show. There's a coyote in the boat show. I'm on a boat. He was being held and went into an exhibit hall where employees were working. The group was able to corral the coyote into a bathroom by rolling down a gate. There's photos of this coyote, this poor, scared animal, terrified, I'm sure, cornered, sitting on the black granite sink top up against the tile wall and the mirror. Beautiful animal. Fucking coyote. Imagine walking into that bathroom, kind of whistling a tune. You go turn the corner. You turn on the, the sink. You're not paying much attention. And then you look up and you turn to the left and you're like, what the fuck is that? I would be like Grandpa Simpson walking in, put my hat on the rack. Oh, never mind. Turn right around, hat back on. I'm out the door. Animal control officers were able to respond and get the coyote into a harness or one of those catch poles, they call them, and gently guide him out to safety. And they drove him out 30 miles into the woods and let him go, where I'm sure the coyote is now living and thriving. But how about that? A freaking coyote in the bathroom. All right, that'll do it for today. Download, subscribe, comment, and like. Tell a couple friends. Get the Zabecast app. Premium subscribers, you won't regret it. Zabe.com slash premium. Email me with topic suggestions and feedback at Zabe at Yahoo.com. Now get on out there. Start grinding on these weekend games. Give me some nuggets. Get some insight. Let's get a real beat on these things. Let's kill it this weekend 2-0 before the Super Bowl. And we will see you next time. Can you-